0: To gaming Casual, where they talk about games so casually that they hardly even care about it.
1: <laughs> I'm joined
0: by our usual host, Sedge.
1: Like right, is this how we're like actually them. doing the intro today? Like yeah, keep it going. <laughs> Alright, I'm Sedge, I'm your host. The voice you just heard was Twilight, and I'm also joined by our other host,
2: Control Freak. And then we have our third co-host, Lightsaber
3: Ninja. I feel like I've been downgraded. How are you downgraded? No,
0: that's because the fourth person that's usually in this list that's never actually here is me, and you just got switched places with me.
1: She just took over the intro, so therefore I went in the normal order, and you're always- Well, I swap you guys out. Anyway, hi everybody, <laughs> welcome to Gaming Casual. What have y'all been playing this week?
2: Uh, For the most part, it has been like 90% Warframe, and oh, 10% yeah. Destiny, because Warframe gave me my spaceships and i love my spaceship that was
1: even that was when the you're funniest...
0: on, even when you're on someone else's spaceship and it's complete eyesore
1: also true that was the funniest shit ever i'm just sitting there watching the game awards messaging you like warframe went live the new update's out and i immediately started downloading it yes you did it was like
2: thir- it wasn't even 30 seconds it was like 5 Yep, and then I took my spaceship out and immediately got my ship pushed in. Yeah, that sounds about right. Well, so the new update put a lot more emphasis with the space combat. For the space combat, one of the biggest issues with it is that you have your forward guns. You have your two side guns, and then you have your main cannon. When you first start off, you don't have the main cannon yet. So, the actual large ships you have to fly into and take them out from the inside. If you're trying to solo it, that means your ship is completely defenseless. So, you leave the opposing ship, fly back to yours, as it's just getting pounded by every other small fighter in the area. That sounds awful. Yep, and you only have so many resources for repairs. Before you have to go out and get more, I assume? Uh, yes. Technically, you can build new materials on the fly for repairs and your arsenal. The thing is, if you don't have that feature unlocked yet, then you can't do that. So you do all the repairs you can, you get a critical failure when you run out of repair materials and your ship has a bunch of hull breaches. That you can't
1: repair. What happens when your ship's destroyed? Does it just
2: respawn, or do you have to rebuild it? So, you, like, when you get to, like, the critical point for your ship and you can't repair it, or you, you know, you get blasted or whatever, your your ship will automatically go back to dry dock.
3: Okay. Yeah, so like you... could a throw it, type thing.
2: Kind of? It, it you basically save, counts you it as a, a in
3: your in, in Saints Row 2, when you save a car in your garage, if you go out and you lose it during a mission or it explodes, it's back in your garage. But you do have to pay to repair it if it was destroyed.
2: You don't have okay, to pay so anything it... to repair it or anything like that. There's nothing like well, you Literally, it's just, mission was a failure, you go back to your dry dock, you can try again.
3: Yeah. I I only brought it up because like uh, I don't have much of a point of reference. And I right. know that one of the worst things about GTA is when you spend, like, an hour tricking out your car, and then you lose it. And the only option they give you... I mean, granted, GTA Online gives you insurance now, but the only option you have is to go find another and do it all over again.
1: Well, GTA Online's had insurance since the start because at least Rockstar knows that their fan yeah. base immediately is going to turn a rocket launcher onto some random kid who just spawned in in a great car. Actually,
2: yeah. I th- I, th- I think the first time I ever did Grand Theft Auto Online, I, uh, I got gunned down by a dude doing a drive-by. I respawn fairly close by, and I end up managing to shoot the guy out of his own vehicle. Good. And, th- and that's the thing. This thing is retardedly tricked out, so he drops dead, and I just hop in and go for a joyride. I'm driving for about 10 minutes before the car just stops. Anti theft. No. Yeah, the the anti theft just shuts down the car and you get out of it. I was like, motherfucker.
1: I didn't even know they had anti theft in the game. Uh, Holy shit.
3: The first time that I got a vehicle, I I spent like an hour running around the map because you're, you know, that your first vehicle that you hijack is your vehicle. And I wanted to make sure that I at least had a Mustang or a Camaro. And that took forever and it didn't work out. But I actually couldn't afford insurance for my first vehicle. So I lost my first two cars before I was able to do the insurance.
2: So, like if you have your own personal garage. Like you it you in the garage and you have like the daily maintenance yeah. fees. But you can call that car up even if it gets blown to high hell.
3: Oh, yeah. No, this is, I'm talking level one just started GTA, uh, pre, even pre-heist update.
1: Yeah, this was, like, the tutorial mission. It's like, hey, find yourself a car and take it to a garage, get it tri- get it registered yeah. to yourself. And you couldn't, like, because I remember I did that, and I found, like, this really sick, I think it was, like, the, whatever the Grand Theft auto equivalent of the Z06 was. Mm-hmm. I have no idea. Um, and I took it to the garage. It's like, this car is too expensive. It's like, but yeah, I stole it. I stole it <laughs> fair and square. It's mine.
2: Gimme. I stole it fair and square. And I, it's
3: mine. I was trying so hard to get a Mustang as my first car because, you know, they're lower end enough. And, uh, I swear that the game was purposely spawning only the worst cars available. I managed to find a
1: Sabre Turbo, so... A Sabre Turbo.
3: Yeah. And get that tricked
1: more. out, so that was... That was good. Um, yeah. So, are are you liking the new Warframe update?
2: Oh, so most far? definitely. Um, It's a... As with everything with Warframe, there is a degree of farming that is just... It's going to happen. It's always there. Um but i i have to say that it's enjoyable just like with everything else in the game you know everything else you have to farm constantly the space combat is fun i do hope they make some modifications because you get into the mission and all the enemies start firing on you not not necessarily immediately you have to initiate combat almost or they have to spot you but They're all at that starting point. Mm -hmm. And, but it stretches out like the, the actual area where there are resources to pick up stretches out in front of you. So there, you know, there are the mini caches and a couple of like little outpost looking things, but all the enemies are at the start. So you kill them all and then you're flying through this mission picking up resources with nothing else there. So, hmm. I'm hoping that they make an update, like they, not necessarily an update, but like a quick fix or a hot fix, where instead of everything being at the start and warping in and fighting you, they're actually kind of spaced out throughout the belt. So, increase so b- the number of enemies and just spread them out more.
0: Yeah, but so wasn't there an occasion in like- your game where you literally couldn't find the last ship because it was like 8,000 oh, yeah, feet away? It
2: was- Yeah, it was off in the middle of Bumfuck, nowhere of the map. And it was like, it's technically within the region, but it's 10,000 meters in that direction.
1: So it's kind of like you're hoping that they do more of an MMO thing where it's more clusters of enemies scattered around the map rather than one big ass fleet.
2: Yeah. Yeah. All right. I mean, that's fair. Because and there are multiple types of missions. like that's one mission where you go in and you start find you like you fight this squadron of enemies. I did another mission. They're all technically called skirmish right now. I think they'll have multiple names for it later. But another one, you go in and there's a research facility. So you have to actually get out of your ship to go into the research facility to unlock uh, weak points on the base itself so that you could self cause it to self-destruct.
1: Okay. I Me, mean, it sounds super fun. I just, you know, I need to jump back into Warframe at some point so, so I can enjoy
2: I. this. Yes, you do.
0: I am also hey. stuck
2: without Warframe.
1: Hey, you'll be able to do that soon enough.
0: I know. Doesn't make it any easier when I have to watch Control play it.
1: Has to. She has to watch
2: you play it. Damn right. I mean, everybody. thank has you for to. watching.
0: I mean, usually whenever you're not streaming, I usually watch his streams.
2: I know. Cause... Anyway. <laughs> he sounds so salty when he says that. Just a little. <laughs> um, Light, you been playing anything?
3: Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna take a, a little little bit of a different angle on this. Um I have been going through a series of different mobile games, trying out as many as I can. And I have some recommendations. Um oh. And then some warnings, but and then I have terrible games that I'm not I'm gonna save for next.
2: Raid, so. Shadow Legends.
3: Dude, I I cannot it's so weird that you would bring that up. Raid literally inspired my bullshit games you should avoid idea in the first place. <laughs> Cause they've been going uh, around paying everybody to pretend that it's good.
1: Oh yeah. Oh yeah. And uh, sometimes not paying them.
3: Yeah, that there was that incident earlier this year. But uh that must have gotten cleared up because I've seen even more people recommend it. Yeah. They also tried to uh give a decent sum of money allegedly. Like from what I can tell, they're offering serious money for the for the their ads. But uh they gave a they tried to give a decent chunk to Mr. Sunday recently and he just refused to advertise.
2: I don't know who Mr. Sunday is.
3: The Weekly Planet. Um it's uh his network is how you know about filthy casuals and whatnot. Anyway. Um but no, so so Archero. Really awesome mobile game that I've avoided talking about on the pod for a while. And uh so good that it won the Innovation Award from the Play Store, and it's been and ripped I... off countless times.
1: I think it was also up for best mobile game this year.
3: Oh, that would have been cool to get. I can't remember what did get it, but it was dumb. Call of Duty. Oh, that's right. Decent game though. Um, Call of yeah. Duty. But, uh, but it does feel unfair that Call of Duty Mobile wins best mobile game. Uh Anyway, Ar- I Archero. It last year. Archero has gotten a million knockoffs already, and I just want to point that out to people. Like, Archero is the original. it's kind of a three situation where threes got knocked off as 2048 and then everything ripped off 2048 people think 2048's the original meanwhile the guy that put his heart and soul into in blood sweat tears into making threes is making no money anymore um
1: i've never even heard of three so exactly yeah <laughs> i think that proves your point
3: but our has got these knockoffs now it, it's not just oh hey here's a dumb ripoff for somebody that's just trying to, you know, make ad revenue, it's now got like uh, those Chinese and Russian rip-offs where uh, you secretly agree to let them have full access to your phone. You're basically installing spyware.
2: Oh, one of those.
3: Yeah. yeah so yeah. like, BuBu Bew Bew Tales, and whatever other, whatever other Archero rip-off you see out there, just beware.
1: Basically, just download Archero. Yeah. Even I've played it. It's pretty good.
3: It it's pretty good, man. It's a it's a neat like, idea.
1: It's fun enough that I don't feel like I need to pay for stuff.
3: No, and that's really good. Oh, I'm glad you reminded me because I erased the game and almost forgot to bring it up. So I found a, a game that that is kind of inspired by Archero, and this one legitimately inspired, not ripping. And it's called Mo Zombie and i couldn't wrap my mind around like uh, for a long time i'm like there's something about this game that i'm enjoying and i can't figure out and it finally hit me just the other day there is nothing you can buy in Zombie. you know how every mobile game has the option from 99 cents to 99 dollars and and what makes a good game is the ones where you're like oh i don't have to buy things but I want to. I, I may want to spend a dollar to support the developer at best. No, you can't do that in MoZombies. There's nothing to spend money on.
1: Interesting. Well, yeah, that's weird for a mobile game, but all right, well, I'm they, on board with it.
3: Yeah, and they have only opt-in ads. That it never forces an ad on you.
1: So it's only like, hey, watch this ad, you'll get some money or something?
3: Yeah, it's like, do you want to double the money that you got? Watch the ad, which I always, I'm cool with. What I don't like is the games where they're like, watch an ad to double your money, and if you say no, they play an ad anyway. Yeah. I also uh, I got into a real heated debate with the developer. Now, I have spent months. I, I always review games. I've spent months just pu- pouring so much effort into a review. I-, I-, I will reach the 500 character limit in a review, but I- it's because I'm trying to give a legitimate review of the game. And whether it's one star or five stars, like I I have poured in effort for one game. I gave it two stars and all I said was too many ads, just those three words. And it sparked this huge thing like the developer was just trying to fight with me. And we (laughs) went back and forth until I told them like, this is really petty. And then they haven't replied since
2: because they realized it was petty.
1: Yeah, I understand.
3: said too many ads, you, and you they reply how
2: hard it is to make these games, and we we really don't make much money off of them, so we have to put the ads in.
3: Well, they they have this game. I'm not going to name it right now, but they have this game that advertised itself as looking like a like a modern mobile version of Pain for the PS3. I don't know if anybody remembers that game. Vaguely. You used why to. Do I,
1: why do I remember that game?
3: You would launch a character and try to cause as much havoc and destruction oh my
1: god i love that game
3: so do i (laughs) and so i saw these i saw these ads they kept popping up uh in various other knockoff terrible games and i'm like i should try this out so i tried it out and it happens to be a game that after every single level plays an ad and that got irritating like i'm not even out of the tutorial and I've already sat through, like, three minutes of ads.
2: Yeah, that shit would get And to so,
3: learn. yeah. And so I uninstalled it. And also, the whole pain ragdoll thing wasn't even the point of the game. Um, And so I went ahead and I just put two stars down. Because there was a little bit of enjoyment in playing it from what I could play. And all I did was three words, too many ads. And they said, oh, well, you know that you could get rid of ads with a small payment. And I was like, do you realize how condescending that is? <laughs> like, your game's not giving me a good first impression, period. Why would I be like, well, maybe if I pay them money, it'll get better.
1: But wait, there's more. If you pay us money, we, we only won't remove ads. We will buy you fight. a brand new nothing.
3: We'll, we'll also fight play the with game you in the review. for you. Um, Yeah, and so I'm like, you know, what you just said is pretty condescending you're not making a good first impression and i'm not going to pay for a game that starts off terrible like like uh, if it's a free game i shouldn't feel obligated to pay to make it actually playable and from there they're like nobody's forcing you to pay money if you don't like it don't play our game I'm like what is oh. your issue here like
1: well yeah their children good to know Yeah. Like, well so i'm marked it done down that.
3: I'm, yeah, I marked it down to a one-star review. I re-edited my review to let them know, like, oh, I uninstalled before I even wrote the first three words. Also, why are you still fighting? Like, there's a ton of other reviews on here. Do you fight with everybody? Grow up.
1: No, it's just because you questioned why they wanted so much money.
3: Yeah, Respect
1: pretty much. And Lord I.
3: And that's the thing is, like I said, even for my one-star reviews, I in the past, I have written a ton of words explaining what I do and don't like and what makes them greedy or not. And I have been pretty vitriolic whenever I think a game is too egregious. This one was just nothing. It's just too many ads. Not my cup of tea. Started a back and forth. But yeah, that's all I've been up to this week. Fair enough.
0: Uh, Twy,
1: you been playing anything?
3: Uh, Not really.
0: My computer doesn't hold all that much and it can't run things like Minecraft for very long. But I have been playing a little game called Warrior Cats Untold Tales, and it's pretty much just some guy's starter game that he was that he made. He made it all alone, and it doesn't do much. It doesn't have any story, but I think it's fun to play in its own charming pixel way.
1: And it was made by one guy. Yeah, it was
0: his first game, and he was he made it just to test out the systems. Oh, well, if that's it's free, it's you can just go to any website and download it. And he actually abandoned the project by now and he doesn't like it, but I think it's charming for what it is.
1: Fair enough. Good on you, Dev.
0: Everyone calls him Falconstar.
1: All right, good on you, Falconstar. <laughs> well, I don't have much for what I've been playing because I've been sinking my heart and soul into Halo. Yeah. Yes, you have. That, is, that has been all I've been playing. <laughs> is Halo Reach on PC <laughs> because I have an obsession with fixing my own kill death ratio. <laughs> then How's don't that do that going? whole zombie plague bit. See, okay. So this is the this is the problem. Infection for me has always been a very fun mode. Like generally it was something me and my friends would all like make a stupid map and then play infection on
0: Then stop running to the kill sites. There's- you have to,
1: or you just don't win.
0: Well, obviously you're not going to win if they have a kill site that they're blocked off and you go- and you're not even near it before they shoot you dead.
1: Yeah. To be fair, that map also sucked. (laughs) (laughs) The whole time I was watching you
0: play it for like two hours, I was thinking, Don't go to the freaking kill site if you don't want to mess up your kill death ratio. Just wait till it's over.
2: But then we would judge him for that.
0: I mean, you judge him anyway.
1: That's true. You do judge me for caring so much about my kill-death ratio.
2: (laughs) I do, but then I am also the same way about my kill-death ratio. It's just, I know I'm not that good at Halo.
3: I just judge you in general.
0: I judge him in general too, but as far as that goes, I'm thinking, if you care so much about it, and it really is that important to you, Wait till it's over. Don't go to that kill spot because they have that kill spot locked down. You're not going to win it.
2: But you have to go to the kill spot to win. To it. win. Because that's a completely different
1: stat that I also care about.
0: <laughs> Let the others kill it because otherwise you're just going to be way off on your kill death ratio. But then
1: I'm also not having... Well, oh, then again, I wasn't having fun just dying all the time either.
0: You pretty much well, gave up as soon as you turned to a zombie, and there was one point where you were aiming or something, and you were at the edge of the wall at, of the kill spot, and you fell off, and I'm like, yep, he's gonna die, and then he's gonna be angry. And you die and be angry. He
2: was a goddamn monster. Yeah, he, I don't know what is
1: going, like... He is a fuck, monster. I, I thought I was good at Halo. He is just, it is scary. He goes like 40-6 and six yeah. every game. <laughs> but I will say it's it's good to have the squad back together for big team battles again. And going through the campaign is bringing back many, mem- many memories.
0: <laughs> Not all positive, but they are memories.
1: Well, the campaign... Well, okay. To be fair, Reach's campaign is incredibly depressing.
0: <laughs> all campaigns because... are depressing in some way.
1: Yeah, but Reach is literally a campaign about the destruction of a planet. I don't care if this is spoilers. The game's been out for ten years. But, yeah, no. Reach literally ends with the planet being an unlivable wasteland.
2: It gets glassed.
3: It also, whenever it launched, had that melancholy feeling hanging overhead of Bungie is gone.
1: That too. That, too. It was like, this was Bungie's swan song to the Halo series, where most people think the series should have ended anyway, but of course Microsoft wanted the money. Not that I'm complaining, because I love Halo, but I'm also (laughs) complaining because I love Halo. (laughs) It's a very weird place I
2: find myself in with Halo. But even if it's all depressing and sad, we make our own fun with it. Like ramming each other with spaceships. I hate you all. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking spawn in, start flying,
1: waiting for, you know, the enemies. All of a sudden, NPC has betrayed you. What? With a headshot, no less. No, okay, you <laughs> kept saying with a headshot. I have grunt birthday party equipped. Yeah, and it, just you tri- only- it doesn't trigger on headshots. You say That's that, that when Spartans. you
0: literally shot your I'm own sure? teammate in the face while trying to shoot the other guy on the other side of the rock.
1: To be fair, that was a funny thing that happened. I wasn't purposely trying to kill him, and yes, I'm sure. What about the (laughs) elevator?
2: What about the elevator? The
1: elevator, I was 100% trying to kill you. That's what I thought.
0: This is why I don't play shooting games. Although I will adamantly request that they kill each other, I admit. I say we just get
2: her into shooting games and then just spend the whole game hunting her.
0: (laughs) Good luck that, with that's that. That's a quick
2: way of getting her out of shooting games. That's fair.
0: I mean that's exactly what my brother did. And I used to do it too. I would The only Halo game I've ever played was that first Halo game and I figured out where the spawn point was. Oh. <laughs> I had oh. a very good kill death ratio on that. <laughs>
1: no.
3: Yeah. Yeah, it sounds like a great time camping. Yeah. Yes. <laughs>
1: It's a legitimate strategy, fuck you.
0: <laughs> you spend the but whole yes, game though. talking about camping, and then that's exactly what you do. Me, so. at least I didn't know the term camping, and I was like 10 or 12, and I was just playing because my brother needed another player. Turns out he's the one that killed me because I was killing his friend at spawn.
2: Makes sense. <laughs> Understandable. Yeah, we that used, was uh... that
0: was his attempt at me into shooting games. It did not work.
1: Hey, we technically Sea of Thieves is a shooting game, and we've gotten you into that.
0: Yeah, but I don't shoot in that. I run up with a sword. That's fair. (laughs) Um, The only time I shoot is when I'm shooting at you guys, and I know very well I'm not going to hit you. Except the one time I managed to harpoon out uh, a gunpowder barrel out of out of control's hands as he was swimming away.
1: (laughs) That was fantastic.
2: You ruined um, what I wanted to do with it.
0: I know! I didn't intend to. I honestly didn't, plan to, I honestly didn't think I'd hit you. You were too far away. And all then I someone wanted, on your... All I to someone do on wanted destroy <laughs> a life raft. With someone in it. Which I would have honestly approved of very highly. Yeah. Heck, that's exactly what I did later. These idiots saw me with a gunpowder barrel in the bottom of the ship. Decided to lock me in the brig and let me blow up the ship.
1: Fuck, that's right. We did lock her in the
2: brig. Yeah, but we and... didn't think that she'd be able to still shoot her gun.
0: I actually watched Shade Stream after that. They showed, they went down as soon as I hit the gunpowder barrel.
1: <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that was fun.
0: I didn't shoot it with a gun. I, saw, I slashed that with a sword.
1: Yeah, and you can still shoot your gun out of the jail cell.
0: They just assume you can't do any damage because there's no friendly fire.
1: Yeah, yeah, we didn't anticipate the gunpowder barrel.
0: Yeah, but sadly it, was there a, was only one, so you were able to fix the damage.
1: That was an, a mistake that we will not be repeating again.
0: <laughs> Next time you see me in the ship with a gunpowder barrel, wait till I drop it, then take it away, and then lock me in the brick.
2: Exactly. <laughs> Better just no, shoot uh, the gunpowder bar- barrel before she gets on the ship. <laughs> or that. That works, too.
0: Well, usually, uh, whenever you have that that in mind, I wait until you're on the island looting. And then load up the ship with gunpowder barrels.
1: On On the subject of uh, bringing people into Halo, though, I, I palled around with this dude in high school. And he'd bring his girlfriend over to play because she wasn't very good at Halo. And he would use her as target practice. Oh to pad her kills or to pad his kills because i'm me and eventually she got good enough at the game to be able to fight him he stopped letting her come over after that what a little bitch oh yeah it was real funny um but yeah so uh, i think that's a good place to take a quick ad break So we are part of a podcasting alliance called Next Wave or Alternative Reality Radio. Uh, You're about to hear some promos from some other podcasts in that group. So go check out those podcasts. Also head on over to PodChaser.com. Search the Next Wave or Alternative Reality Radio group or list. Give that a like and give the other podcasts in that group a listen, review, or what have you. And we'll be right back after these messages.
0: Hey, this is Liz. Hey, this is Heather. And we are Nerdy Bitches Podcast. A show where two geeky ladies podcast their way through pop culture. From movies and TV to our regular book club and everything in between, we bring you our favorite fandoms with a feminine eye. We are talking Star Wars, Star Trek, DC Marvel, comic books, and anime. And don't forget sci-fi, fantasy, action movies, video games, D&D, board games, and so much more. Be sure to check us out on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Stitcher, Podbean, or wherever you find awesome podcasts. You can also find us hanging out on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, Pinterest, and at nerdybitches.com. See you soon. <laughs>
1: hey, we're back, everybody. I hope you enjoyed those promos. Uh, go check out those other shows.
0: Well, we so, discussed the be- legitimacy of Shane being able to play Star Wars.
1: Oh, dear God. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> I beat the game
1: off of stream and she's mad about it.
2: Sounds like a Sounds like she's calling you out. She
1: is calling me out. Do I have to go back and redo the fight? Probably. I don't want to
3: watch you beat the game off.
1: Oh. Uh, <laughs> okay, even that one
0: got me a little surprised. <laughs> all oh
1: right. Oh boy. Oh boy. And we've well, got there. Welcome to the second half of the stream. Welcome to gaming sensual. <laughs> oh god, to I'm gaming just gonna G-G-C- kick Central. you all off
2: this podcast. Oh god. Oh god.
1: Oh, God, everything's loud. Anyway, so a big thing happened last week after we recorded, uh, as was mentioned in the last episode. Hey, the Game Awards happened.
2: Holy and, shit.
1: Yeah, I know, right? It's like and it I told you
3: after your little hissy fit that, it, that my rumor I had wasn't anything to put real weight into.
1: I don't care. It was funny.
2: It was for comedy. Oof. Wait, we do comedy? Sometimes. Shit, I've been doing this all wrong.
3: So is <laughs>
1: Uh So, we got a couple of announcements from the Game Awards that I want to talk about. The first of which being Xbox Monolith or the Xbox Series X.
3: Ooh, I I I would love to talk about this. Can we talk about though before we get into the console, the uh the game that was announced with it? Yes, cuz we're getting a sequel to Hellblade. So what is that Senua's War or Senua's uh, something? Senua's journey, I think. Senua's Saga? Senua's Saga. Yeah. Anyway, holy shit, them graphics.
1: Oh, my God, the graphics. The, fuck, that trailer was awesome.
3: Uh, Literally, the Series X is the only thing I've been looking into ever since the game.
1: I mean, that's fair. So I'm guessing you've heard that the Series X isn't just the primary console. They're going to have other series whatever.
3: Well, yeah. Don't you remember whenever the rumors were coming out, we had... Per- Project Scarlet, but the then trailers. they had their other, their streaming box,
1: right? But this is all but, under the flagship, just being called Xbox. It's not yeah. Xbox Two. It's not Xbox Seven Twenty.
2: The obelus yeah. Xbox.
3: Um, yeah,
2: um,
1: Wait,
2: so I is do want to go the uh, Steam machine route.
3: It might. Why well, I I think that. I think that the idea with the series X here in particular is this is the Xbox one X version. And then they're still moving ahead with their X cloud initiative to bring, to make Xbox a platform agnostic delivery service of games. Right. And I, so you and I, we we've talked about how, what they're planning to do with X cloud. If all the rumors are true is really smart for Microsoft I think this also comes at a time when this next generation, they're going to have all the games because they bought up all them studios and have had them working on exclusives this whole time.
1: Well, it's not even they're just going to have all the games because they bought the studios. The next generation is going to be the most integrated generation of any uh, console generation because all these games are doing fucking cross-play now.
3: Yep, and then... uh, the backwards compatibility is going to be 100% for Xbox One. So if you missed out on this generation for Xbox, it doesn't matter.
1: Yeah, which uh, is awesome that they're doing 100% backwards compatibility as compared to like, oh, we have a select library of games that we're porting over. I'm still salty. I can't play Blood Wake on my 360.
3: There are people who are upset or there are people who are saying that the original Xbox and 360 games that it can play are going to be different from the Xbox One. And that is the most ridiculous thing I've heard.
1: Yeah, no, that wouldn't make any... If anything, there's going to be more original yeah. and 360 games that can be played on the new one.
3: Exactly. And I, I don't expect 100% compatibility with them, but the fact that it exists at all is good.
1: Yeah. and yeah, can we, the, can the... We... Go ahead. Can
3: we talk about the design of this
1: console, though, for a second? Because
3: I am surprised that I'm not seeing much hate for it. But I will say personally, I really dig it.
1: What? See, it looks cool because it's very minimalist. Because it looks like Xbox's version of an Alexa with a disc drive.
3: Yeah, it does look like a. It does look like a Microsoft Alexa was blown up.
1: Xboxolist. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But it it looks like the fucking monolith from 2001.
3: Well, I kind of like... It's just
1: this giant black brick.
3: But imagine what the the limited edition ones are going to look like because you have all that space to put art on. And then just like owning it yourself, just taking that shell off and putting either stickers or spray paint, like it's going to be a fun system to customize.
2: So how long until the first billionaire makes an entire wall out of these? Like cemented I, know, I, I was just gonna say it's gonna be
1: you know all integrated cooling. It's just gonna be an entire room made out of Xbox
2: Series X's, all linked together for processing power.
3: Yeah. So, speaking of processing power, let's talk about the insides for a second. Uh, the the system and the the the, the Series X and the PS Five they're actually gonna be pretty similar, but. Also, notice that they're not talking about teraflops anymore like they did for the 1X. And I believe mm-hmm. that that's because on paper, doing just teraflops is not going to sound as impressive as the console truly is because we're in this era with uh, with processing where it's, uh, it's all about optimization.
1: Well, that and, you know, we have the ray tracing technology now for yeah, graphics. So
3: it, this one has this console has hardware accelerated ray tracing. Uh the capabilities of displaying an 8K image, the capabilities of displaying a 4K image at 60 frames per second, the capabilities of running 120 frames per second. I separated all those because I feel like marketing is trying to pretend they're all one thing. Um and I would just like to point out that this basically makes
1: the Xbox Series X a affordable gaming PC?
3: Well, okay, so hold on. Before you get to... So, the solid-state drive they're using is a NVMe, which I don't know if you've seen them, but they look like a RAM card and a graphics yeah. card had a baby. They don't yeah. even look no, like solid-state I'm, I'm with.
1: I'm familiar with those kind of solid-states.
3: Tippy-top of the line. And then, on the, on the APU itself, the graphics unit is twice as powerful as 1X the uh, the processor, the CPU is four times as powerful, but with uh, 40% faster somehow, something like that, uh, just for the IO units itself. All kind of crazy stuff. All kind of top of the line, very, very high end. How much do we think the system is gonna cost because we know that whenever new systems drop, the companies generally, unless you're Nintendo, tend to eat the difference. Like they I'm, sell at a loss.
1: I've heard rumors of the cost, and it sounds like it's going to be 600 plus.
3: But what do you think the actual cost of the system would have been? Like if Microsoft wasn't going to eat the loss, with oh, all the fancy easily tech in this the thing,
1: Easily in the thousands. Really? Multiple? Well, like a thousand, like eleven hundred
3: dollars. So we do think though Insane. that they're going to basically be selling it at half price.
1: It wouldn't surprise me, but I also, you know, well,
3: I, get... I, I get that my, Microsoft wants to do that because they're they want the install base above all else. Now, like they're very on. focused. Are, this
2: are we talking about? flat cost like if i went out to buy these components or are we talking about the manufacturer cost because of how much they would actually pay for these
3: i wouldn't do if we're talking flat cost, like it it would it would cost a consumer to build then no i don't think we should do that because it's a little too high but in the vein that for every uh for every 600 ps3 that sony sold when they first launched uh, they were eating about three hundred dollars because it was a nine hundred dollar machine.
2: Well, that's also because Whereas, they had a PS2 built into it.
3: Well, yeah, yeah, but
2: um, but still, I, I would probably put this at about eight to nine hundred.
1: Yeah, it it's up there in. They're going to be eating about. It. They're going to be eating about three hundred dollars to make it affordable because you're not going to be able to convince. You know, well, not, once you kids hit... are gonna be able to convince their parents to buy them a thousand dollar gaming system.
3: Exactly. And whenever it comes to consoles in like specifically, uh three hundred dollar is the sweet spot, five hundred dollars is where you finally hit a line, and six hundred dollars is almost a death knell. You can't go above that.
1: Well, I mean Look at what happened to the PS three when it was selling for that much. Like PS three died in the sales because it was just cheaper to buy a three sixty Wii. Mm-hmm. So they they'd be stupid to put it above six hundred to put it above five hundred. Now I understand they can't eat all of their cost, and obviously this is all just speculation because we don't know a cost yet.
4: Mm-hmm.
1: But you know, I, I'd say it's gonna retail probably for like five hundred, six hundred dollars.
2: Yeah, and you also have to consider what are the expected uh, add-ons. What what else will get sold alongside the system to try and make up that uh, manufacturing difference? Well exactly, I think cause...
3: that I think that the thing that is I think that we could actually see Microsoft take a bigger hit on console sales than is normal. If only because they are putting their money on the X Cloud, on well, Xbox Game Pass, like they want the install number
1: specifically for getting like Game Pass for now. Like just looking at the games that are going to be launching with the system, mm-hmm. like we have it confirmed that launch that a launch title will be Halo Infinite. Mm-hmm. I'm assuming Hellblade Two is going to be a launch title. Right there, you already have two titles that people are going to want to buy this system to play. Now, mind you, you also have to figure, any first-party Xbox games, if they're continuing with that initiative, Mm -hmm. are also coming to PC. Through the Game Pass. Well, through Game Pass, and Xbox is starting to release their stuff on Steam.
2: Yeah, and and that's, that's actually part of where I think their recovering cost is. Um, yeah. I actually expect to see a reduction in physical discs being sold in stores. You'll still yeah. see copies of the game, but there's not going to be as many copies sitting on the shelf because they want people to use Xbox download. It's like they want people to buy games. Yes, yeah. that's like they want how to pay uh, for game pass. Yeah,
3: that's like how Xbox all access their leasing program for consoles in the long run, is cheaper than if you outright bought it. At first, I couldn't understand it because you think that they would do more of a renaissance model. But what it is, is it's all about getting you hooked on Game Pass. Once you are mm-hmm. into Game Pass, it, it, it makes much more sense to have people paying you $15 a month in perpetuity than it does to pay you $60 once.
1: And especially if they go to the xCloud model for this where now... You know, you can take yep. your PlayStation, download the Xbox app, or if you have a PC that can run these games, or hell, if it's cloud, it doesn't matter if it can run them or not. If you have a decent internet connection, you can just play this shit on your TV. All yeah, it, it needs it, is a $60 controller and Game Pass. Mm-hmm. They'll be making money hand over fist on that.
3: Oh, yeah. Like, well, we've discussed that. Like, Microsoft's yeah. plan for xCloud to be platform agnostic is brilliant.
1: Exactly. For that. Well, it's brilliant for the gaming market in general, I think. Because we're getting to this point now where it doesn't matter if Control has an Xbox and I have a PS4, Mm -hmm. or he has a PC and I don't, we can still play together. Yeah. Like, it's bringing the gaming community back as a community, as a whole, and putting an end to the console wars.
3: And I think that it's uh, just consumer-friendly enough... That there will be plenty of people who are like, I like using my xCloud service, maybe I'll buy that Xbox that they're selling.
1: Yeah, I I agree. But uh, let's move on from Xbox and talk about some of the other announcements from the
3: awards. I'm excited for Xbox, though.
1: I am also excited for Xbox, but that's because I know what's coming at launch, and I want it. (sighs) Give me Halo, Microsoft.
3: I can't wait for whatever PlayStation event uh Sony holds in the next couple months.
1: You know they're gonna have to do it in the next few couple yeah, they're definitely gonna be doing it in the next couple months. I did not call Xbox announcing like what the console was called and what it looked like at the game no. awards.
3: And knowing how reactionary Sony tends to be. I give it a if Anything they might have just pushed their hand. Uh it'll be after GDC. It's always after G D C. Or it'll be at GDC this year. That would be interesting.
1: Yeah. But, anyway, moving on, because we got a couple of game announcements to talk about. Uh, first and foremost, well, this isn't actually from the game awards. Outer Worlds is getting DLC, so that's cool.
2: Which, I'm um, curious if it's going to be uh, pre or post endgame.
3: Well, it might work like ball Fallout yeah. yes, works.
2: Where it's just a side story? Yeah. Yeah, that's probably the most likely uh avenue.
1: Yeah. No, I I would say that's probably how they're gonna do it. Just like New Vegas, it's uh gonna be, you know, a story that you can pick up and during the campaign. Yeah, so and just go off to a thing.
2: different region and it'll have its own NPCs and whatnot.
1: Yeah, its own story and all that. Um, so oddly enough at the end, this is kind of a weird one, but it's, I'm looking at it right now. Cause like I said, I, I lost my notes, but, uh, fast and the furious have announced a video game,
3: man. I laughed and, at the announcement and now I want it.
1: It looks like a low end PS3 game.
3: I don't care. It reminds me of uh, the tie-ins we used to get, and it looks genuinely fun.
1: I mean, fair enough. It, it it did look kind of, it did remind me of the Italian Job game a little bit.
2: Wasn't yeah. there a Fast and Furious 6 game?
3: No,
1: maybe. I don't but remember. I personally,
3: I miss the, the old school, mediocre tie-in games where sometimes they were fun, sometimes they were trash. But, like, but Batman they, Begins had a really good game.
1: I've heard that, but I've never... It, it actually... Like, that game in the Dark Knight, I think, killed that studio. Because that was Pandemic Brisbane. Who did that? Hmm. Yeah, that was Pandemic before they shut down. Neat. Um, Another announcement we got is we got the first official PlayStation 5 exclusive title... It is being called a slashing Loot.
2: Oh, yeah. So the the Gearbox uh, Gods thing. Have Fallen or whatever.
1: Yeah, Godfall.
2: Godfall, yeah.
1: So it's basically... It's it's developed by Gearbox. It's basically Sword Borderlands. Yeah,
3: it's Sworderlands.
1: Yeah, Sworderlands. So you try to get better gear, better swords, all that crap. And it looks really pretty. And I know it was a pre-rendered trailer. But, man got me interested
2: <laughs> um my my got... my hesitation kind of it looks i i shouldn't say it looks like it but since it's all pre-rendered i'm getting an anthem vibe
1: yeah no i i was in uh i was watching it on youtube and everybody in the chat was just like anthem <laughs> Question mark? Because it has the big swirling spiral like, you know, the cataclysm. Yeah. Mm. Um. So we'll see where that one goes, but I'm intrigued. Yeah, I'd um, give it a shot. Telltale's resurrection is in full force with the wolf among us two.
3: We got Keeping a little trailer neck for, neck for that. Telltale. I said resurrection. But I am happy to see their IP back.
1: Yeah.
0: It's it, good to see them back.
3: So even
1: bad. though it's not even though it's not actually telltale, their series will continue to live on. So that was cool to see. Fingers crossed for all those developers we talked about a couple months ago. Yeah, I hope you guys uh, find work on these projects.
0: Assuming that those episodes
3: made it out. <laughs> That's definitely a released one.
1: Yeah, I think so. Um, we got a another trailer for Ghost of Tsushima.
3: I know. And,
1: oh man, I am so curious as to this game now because it looks. So mind you, when the,
3: you you I, go first.
1: Well, I'm a huge fan of Sucker Punch anyway. I'm not really. Yeah. Oh, see, I've I was a huge Infamous fan, and a I'm still a
2: huge Sly Cooper
3: fan. I didn't like Sly or Infamous.
2: I no. loved the Infamous games. Oh, they were
1: so good. I couldn't good. get
3: into them. Like Second Son was a
1: little, eh, but it was still fun to play. I still beat it. Second Son's the only one I didn't. Play. I didn't play the <laughs> the downloadable content for Second Son though. The
2: one where you played as uh, the Neon Girl or whatever. Yeah,
1: her. Uh,
2: neither did I. My, I I didn't like the character from Second Son because they, oh, no, he was they literally prince. just well they were just trying to make Cole again, and it was like. Uh, don't don't like don't oh. rehash the same type of character.
1: Yeah, they that. needed to re they wanted to rehash the character so they could still have the infamous system. Honestly, I think Second Son would have been better if it didn't have the morality system.
2: Yeah, I do agree. Like, with I that.
1: think if if you were just there because the whole premise of Second Son was you're trying to save your people. Yep. So I think that should have just been no. You're just a good guy. Yeah. But, ghosts of Tsushima looks really good. Apparently, I can't uh, say the title without Phantom
2: over Fish my own words. Ghosts of when, Tsushima.
1: Yeah,
3: um, when the when the first trailer for Phantom Fish Mom came out, Jason Schreier of Kotaku said, "I wonder if we're looking at an early prototype for a PS5 game." He said that it looked. Uh, he said that it looked like too much shit was going on to actually run on PS4 hardware, and. I'm kind of buying that now. It's it's been like a year or two since that and now I'm well, thinking he might have been onto it.
1: It is the final exclusive title for the PlayStation 4.
3: Hmm. So,
1: it is a PlayStation 4 game.
3: I wonder if it'll be cross gen.
1: I guarantee you they will release a PS5 version.
3: Uh now I want to real quickly before you go back to anything. I wanted I just want to say on the topic of the new xbox uh the controller i cannot wait to hear your opinion when your hands are i
1: can't either because it looks like they've fixed some
3: of my issues with the ones yeah. controller they've actually they have done like it It looks the same minus the share button in the middle but they've done a lot of tweaking and rejiggering and they say that it's like 70 percent more hands can fit comfortably on it and I just want to hear what you have to say about it. Well, we will see in 2020. <laughs> also, I expect it and the PS5 controller to have paddles on the back.
1: Yeah, well, considering the uh, PlayStation, Sony just announced that little paddle attachment for the P- for the DualShock 4. Yep. Which and the Elite, looks- uh,
3: uh, the Elite controller uses it for Xbox.
1: Yeah. Also, yeah, I
3: think I think they're both going to go for it. Go ahead.
1: Uh, this answers one of my questions. Yes, you can use the Series X horizontally, so it will fit better in entertainment. Oh systems. yeah, you didn't know that. I did not.
3: Yeah, horizontal and vertical because they got that big old fan on the one side. Yeah, I I want to keep it vertical though. That's one I, of those consoles that I want like right beside my TV, like the Switch dock.
1: I feel like it's designed to be vertical. But, um, so let's see, what else do we have here? Uh, oh yeah, we got the, uh, sequel to Bravely Default. So coming to Switch, Bravely Default 2. The
2: sequel, Wait, no, you the mean Bravely to, Second?
3: No. No. They're calling it Bravely Default 2 for some reason, even though Bravely Second was the sequel I, to Bravely Default. I
2: forgot Bravely Second existed.
1: Honestly, yeah, it's not. the
3: third game in the series, but it's called Bravely Default 2. Yeah. It,
2: well it might be continuing on with the original character then. Because oh, Bravely Default was a different character.
3: Oh, mm-hmm. that could be. Um I'm just you actually through. watched the uh game awards, right? Yeah, yeah. Like Reggie I said, Th- I had, had, a... had a had a an appearance. Yeah.
1: Yeah, Reggie what was, was that? all that
3: about. He was he's just there every year. Yeah, but he doesn't I, work in Nintendo anymore.
1: No, he was just there because he's a friend of uh, the Cheely. guy who hosts it. Yeah, he's a friend of Keeley's.
3: Oh. Oh. Yeah.
1: Um, okay. Some new thing is coming from the PUBG studio. So it's cool. called Prologue, and that's all we know. Uh, We got two League of Legends games that are coming out. Like oh yeah, they would play, uh, story games. Which meh, a ton of new D and D games. You know,
2: uh, a story. Okay, if it's a story game for League of Legends, I'm actually intrigued by that. Well, because,
3: I would I would temper it because it gave me bad flashbacks. to Starcraft goes.
2: Well, I, I I don't doubt that if it's multiple, only one will ever see the light of day. Um, yeah, but it, it's it's my. It's kind of the same thing I have with uh, Overwatch. You have these colorful, interesting, well-backstoried characters, but the only use for them is in a PVP arena. Yeah. Like so the key one that I will always pull from uh from like League of Legends, Teemo. He is, is this He's a little Yordle that's dressed like a Boy Scout. You want to know what he did before he was a little Boy Scout? He was apparently Yordle Special Ops. Like, Wetworks Special Ops, this little, cheery, mouse-like creature, was an assassin. And it's like, wait, what? Yeah, he he apparently saw so much bad shit happen in his Wetwork days that he retired and became a... uh, A Boy Scout Troop Commander. Huh. Huh. And I was like, oh, okay. (laughs)
3: Works for me.
2: He's seen some shit.
3: They announced two games based on the League of Legends IP, and the one that looks the most interesting, the single-player story game, just has me depressed, because I really, really looked forward to StarCraft Ghost, and that game just never appeared.
1: Well, it's the same thing with... uh... I mean, technically, Overwatch was birthed out of the ashes of oh, what the fuck was it called, Project Titan or something? Yeah. Um. We got a premiere trailer for Gears Tactics.
3: I didn't see which, it. It
1: it's just Gears of War at XCOM. That's exactly what it is.
3: That's I, the I, mobile I, game they should have made. Yeah. yeah.
1: Well, remember oh, they announced. They announced this and pop at the same time. Yeah. But then, you know, Pop came out and everybody mm-hmm. went like it's just it's Clash Royale, but with gears. Whoop de doo. Yeah. And now they have this, which is a turn based tactical strategy game in line of XCOM, and I am on board with that. That is mm-hmm. that would
2: definitely be a better game, especially yeah. considering the uh The recoil you get from the guns, having a 60% hit chance when you're standing right next to the enemy makes sense now. Yeah, (laughs) yeah, not like
1: XCOM. 95% chance to hit with the sword. You miss. Miss. (laughs)
2: Fuck. Yep. 95% chance to hit. 100% chance to crit. Miss. Miss. Also, fuck Funko Pop.
1: Uh, I think our audience knows your hatred for Funko Pop well at this point. Good. Um, yeah. I'm looking at... There wasn't a whole lot. I mean, there wasn't really. It was a lot of looks at stuff we've already seen. There were a lot of D&D games that got announced, though, and Magic the Gathering. Ooh, Dark Alliance. Yes! Oh, the return of Dark. I actually have Dark, like the original Dark Alliance behind me right now.
3: That is the only Baldur's Gate game I truly love.
1: And it's coming back, and I'm excited. And
2: it's. Who's making it?
1: Uh, Let
2: me look. (laughs) I mean, I was always a fan of the Baldur's Gate games. Um... Many, Many an hour.
3: Yeah, but I'm a. POS console casual. Well,
1: no, hey, now you can get like Neverwinter and Baldur's Gate and Planescape Torment on Switch. Yay! Um,
3: I do not know. Cool, man. Cool. <laughs> uh, look well like done. they
1: had some co-op in there. I mean, it looks like it's going to be a hundred percent co-op game. I'm assuming in the la- I figured it would be kind of like uh, Vermintide. Well, it could be like you have a squad like KOTOR. That could be too, but it's a four-player co-op action RPG for PC and consoles. Um. Uh, Current gen, next gen, or cross, what do you think? I think it's going to be current and cross. I think it's going to be cross gen. It's apparently going to have split screen.
4: Hmm.
3: That okay. is yeah.
1: awesome. So, that looked really awesome. Magic the Gathering's getting an
3: MMO, which is weird.
1: Yeah. Their uh, their online
3: game is doing pretty hot for them, so.
1: Yeah. If Chi was here, we'd have a longer conversation about Magic and their digital revolution that they're doing for the game right now. i
2: I I I have some issues with their digital revolution stuff because you can technically buy the cards in the online game. Yeah. For real money.
1: Hmm.
2: Yeah. Yeah.
3: <laughs> That's all I have. I to, mean, I'm just
1: just progressively more depressed.
3: Yaying. Yep. If you're if you're. Yep. If you're only playing online, I guess it's okay, but it is a little cheap. Yeah. Um.
1: Yeah, but that's all the major announcements I can think of off the top of my head. I'm sure I forgot something. That's thought, all right,
3: man. We've vamped for quite some time.
1: Yeah. Um. Just one more thing I wanted to bring. Oh, uh, Joker's coming to Mortal Kombat, which we knew already, but they've redesigned his character, so he looks better now. Yeah, With they
2: the I Joker? saw the compare I saw the comparable uh yeah. side by sides for the old version and the new version.
1: Yeah, his new design looks way better.
2: Yeah.
3: Joker like from DC? Yeah.
1: Yes. Like the Joker. Hmm. Not not Walking Phoenix's Joker, although I would love it if that was a skin.
3: Well, I wouldn't mind kicking the shit out of Walking Phoenix's Joker, but
1: <laughs> I never saw it, so I I can't say you've shit. Seen it.
3: If you if you've seen the movies, it's based on. I just I don't even know what it's based on. Taxi Driver and uh, oh, King of Comedy. I... Okay. Um... Todd Phillips is not as much of a genius as he wants everybody to call him.
1: <laughs> uh, one other announcement that I have that I found. So they announced another mastermind for uh, Resident Evil. For the really? for the online, so originally in the beta that aired, you only had one, but it would glitch out and just show, uh, Birkin. Right. Like his wife. And now she's been confirmed as a playable mastermind for Project oh, for man. Resident Evil Resistance. So you'll be able to play as the wife of the mutated Doctor Birkin. Um.
3: In the opening trailer, for R three make. They uh they opened it up in first person. Do you think that that will be a mode? No. They
1: did the exact same thing with Resident Evil 2
3: okay. when they
1: announced the remake. It was be to th- cool. It was to throw people off, and they would have thrown people off a lot better if they hadn't shown Leon and Claire in the police station before they went to the first person cut. Because mm. that, that was the thing. When uh, RE2 make got announced, I was like, what is this? It looks fucking awesome. Is it Resident Evil Eight? And then they, you know, zoomed out and showed Leon, and I was like, "Oh, oh." But okay, uh, I think that's a that's good a place to wrap it up for the week.
2: Yeah, all yeah right. we we touched on uh pretty much all of the uh the major. I don't want to just I don't want to call them like the worthwhile ones, but the major. The Majors,
1: there were a ton more, and I wish I remembered them. Oh, there's some, it's some uh sword fighting online battle game, it's some Chinese sword fighting game, looks neat. Don't remember the name of it, <laughs> of yeah. Course. All in all,
3: the game awards were pretty good, but nothing too major, other than yeah, the and
1: control didn't win every single one. <laughs>
3: you know, it did get some props, though. After it released, it did.
2: I barely heard about it.
3: Yeah. yeah, me too.
2: It it did
1: win Best Art Direction, and, shockingly enough, Sekiro won Game of the Year. I can appreciate that. I can, too, because I honestly thought they were going to give it to Death Stranding. I'd have been a little yeah, miffed surprised. if they had. Yeah, I think a lot of people would. Because,
4: uh, I'm sorry.
3: For... All in all, it wasn't... Um... It wasn't too Keely centric like, if they gave everything to Death Stranding. And it wasn't too mainstream, like, Modern Warfare getting Game of the Year.
1: Yeah. No, it was definitely a good mix of games that won, and definitely some subversion of expectations. Some really good mm-hmm. indie games won, too, like Gris.
3: I really expected a Untitled Goose Game to sweep.
1: Uh, <laughs> I think a lot of people did. Although now I just want them to uh did you watch the untitled goose game segment? Mm-mm. Untitled beaker beaker game. They had beaker and I don't remember the doctor's name from the muppets. Dr. Benson. Oh god. Yeah, they had beaker and Benson on screen for it. That's awesome. I approve.
3: Yeah. Or Bunsen, sorry.
1: Yeah, Bunsen, that's what it was. Bunsen.
2: Bunsen burners.
1: Yeah. But anyway, thank you for listening, everybody. We appreciate all of your love and support that you give us every week by tuning into the show. Uh, make sure you go follow the show on all of our social medias. That's facebook.com slash group slash gaming casual podcast on Twitter at gaming casual pod. Um, we do have a group. Well, the group on Facebook is our discussion group where we post Pictures that we talk about in the episodes. And uh, you can pose questions to us if you have them. Or pictures of your cat. Or pictures of your cat. We will also appreciate pictures of pets. Dogs, too. Not just cats. Um, Yeah. And you can follow me personally on Twitter at Sedge underscore gaming. And on Twitch.TV
2: slash Lord Sedge. Control. You can find me on Twitch, twitch.tv slash control freak. Otherwise, on Facebook, uh, facebook.com slash zguru review, uh, where much like we do here, I pick a topic that piques my interest and blather on for a bit. Uh, otherwise, I am on Twitter, although I don't, outside of just updates for streams, which can be handy, uh, but that would be freak control. Because control freak is taken by some rap bastard. <laughs>
0: I just wait for the day that whoever actually has the control freak on Twitter just comes up and says, What?
2: Oh I'm yeah, pretty cool sure they're like I'm I'm pretty sure they're completely an idle Twitter handle. I never actually pulled like pulled it up to see when the last active post was from them. I'd probably hate myself if I did. Because it would be like hmm. 10 years ago. Motherfucker. But yeah, that's, oh, uh, that is that is where enough. you can find me. So do you want to know when the last tweet they put out was? Oh god. When was looked, it? Oh, 2011. Ooh. Almost 10 years, yep. <laughs> Called it. <laughs> god damn it. Light, where can
1: the uh, nice people find you? Lurking around the woods, oh, oh my yeah. And uh, we just went there all right. Well, once again, <laughs> thank you to everybody who listens. We are almost at a thousand total downloads, which Woo-hoo! I'm gonna be honest. I didn't think I, I know we've been doing this for this is our thirty seventh episode. Yeah, didn't even expect to get here by episode 37. So thank you all so much for your support and for listening to the show. And uh, we will keep trying to make it better for your listening pleasure. But until next time, this is Gaming Casual signing off. Good night,
2: everybody. Ooh. Signing off? Yeah, that's fancy. i go with checking out. Logging off. Logging off, yeah. Save and quit. G-F-O-ing? Save and quit. <laughs> <laughs> oh, fuck. <laughs> Bye, everybody.
0: See ya.